BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Side Hustlers, the podcast that tells the story of people following their passion outside of their day job, and even some people who have turned that side hustle into their full-time job. I'm your host, Carla Murray from iHeartRadio, and this week, we're going to hear Thomas's story. Thomas is the creator of UniPi, an app and website that helps people with autism and Asperger's connect with people, whether it's to be friends or to date. And he's one of a kind. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. So Thomas is coming to me from New York on a Friday. It is 6.30 p.m. there, so you've already worked your day job. And now you're hanging out to have a conversation with me. So thank you very much, Thomas. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, so you're the creator of a dating app called UniPi. And it is for people, and correct me if I'm wrong, who have autism and Asperger's. Yes, correct it is. Okay. Well, it's a dating site as well as a social media site. Okay. For people who, are, who um, might be looking for love or looking for friends. Okay, awesome. And your day job is what? You don't have to tell me exactly the name of the company, but what do you do? Um, I'm the director of email and affiliate marketing at an e-commerce company. So, like, we're like we kind of compete with Amazon. So, my day day job is managing emails for these 150 plus brands, doing like all the tracking for them, and trying to find ways to help improve the business. Okay, so it sounds like it's you've got a pretty busy day, and somehow yes. created an app and all of this, and you and your wife just had a baby, so you've got a busy life. Yeah, it's been it's been so crazy. Like, we got married December of 2017. Our baby 
with a honeymoon baby to then <laughs> and then like try to like juggle that with work and then juggle uni pie as well. It's just been like a complete like whirlwind. So let's go back to what made you say, hey, I want to create this dating app. What made you think the world needs a dating app for people who have autism and Asperger's in a place where they can come together and communicate? I was actually out on off dating sites for um, for many years and um, I met my iPhone one. And while being on these dating sites, I was seeing that like dating sites, they just want your money. They don't really care about like how your experience on the site. Like they don't really have any resources to make dating easier. And I was like, there has to be something that like will help. But when I did some research, I could not find any dating site that made it easy for anybody. So you were trying to find it something where you weren't just swiping or clicking. Someone was actually saying like, hey, Thomas, maybe you should try this. Or maybe you should look at this person. There was no, I guess, coaching. Well, coaching or blogs or anything. Or, any, right. or, yeah. or resources at all. I did some research and I was like, yeah, there's none out there. So like one night I was watching the movie Hitch with um, Will Smith and Kevin James. Yep. Have you seen it? Yes, familiar. <laughs> Kevin James hires Will Smith to be a dating coach. And that's when it hit me. Like I should build a dating site for people who have, I mean, um, that has coaching and has like, resources to make dating easier. So originally UniPi was going to be for neurotypicals, which is people who don't have autism. Okay. And but, like then like, after watching the documentary Autism and Love, which follows around individuals who, who are um, on the spectrum and uh, some of them are single, some of them are relationships. I decided, and it kind of shows like how like dating is kind of difficult for them. Yeah. And like how like they don't really understand social cues and they have like a hard time with like meeting people that kind of like get, like, like understand them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us complain about dating and oh, how dating so hard and neurotypicals you said is, can you explain also what that is first just before I try to explain it? Because who the heck am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's like neurotypical with anybody who doesn't have autism. Fair enough. Yep. So that's easy. So neurotypicals complain, oh, how am I going to date? It's so hard, blah, blah, blah. We have no idea what it's like when you said you can't understand social cues or it may be difficult communicating. So it is absolutely crazy that this didn't exist before you were like, hey, let me do this, which is amazing. Yeah, thank you. So after watching that and then also too, um, in college, I built a computer game for to help kids uh, ages 6 to 13 um, understand like, people's emotions and affect the autism community. Wow. After like the game got finished, I went around to certain schools and I presented the game to them. And then like, I got like, a ton of positive feedback from these people, from the teachers. And some of the teachers are saying, like, now like, if I'm angry or sad, the student knows to stop what they're doing or if they're, if they're happy. Um, then to keep doing like, like I was like, like they're doing. Yeah. The last piece of like why I started it, a few years earlier, I was web development freelance. And now uh, my first client, uh, Rebecca, she did behavior analysis, which means that they help out people who have autism, like like day-to-day activities, help them with like social behavior and then how to like inter- interact with other people. I talked to her about it too and she goes, you should definitely do it. So that, that was like my final like style. Like, like, I'm doing this side for people who have autism and Asperger's. It's amazing. And I was playing around with the app a little bit earlier and you have resources, like you're saying, obviously the coaching and you've got resources for people too. There's a podcast, there's different things that people can listen to and just to learn. And it's amazing that you've done this, but are you the only person who is involved with UniPi or other people helping you? Um, So I have a team. I have um, a guy who manages the marketing. I obviously, I obviously have Rebecca who manages like the autism side of it and she's the head of all the coaches. I also have someone who handled like the finances because mean numbers don't go, don't go well together. <laughs> Same. And then I have some uh, like advisors and people who just help out with like marketing on the, like for like a few hours a week as well. But all of us have full-time jobs. So like each of us like, uh, commits like, um, like someone like their hours into this. Did you 
build the app and the interface yourself? So funny story, um, I actually went to college for IT. So half the code is mine. And then half the code is um, a software that I found that I, I kind of like put it together because like some of the stuff that the app uh, or the site had, I didn't really like, like, so I decided to pick up a bit. So that, and that's just the software you're talking about. That's something that anyone can use if they wanted to build an app or is you got to be like a tech genius to know how to use that? It was like definitely like for a tech genius. And like the site was built as a website and then we turned it into an app. So like we're the only autism dating site that has an app. And if sure. people want to, sorry to interrupt, if people want to check it out, it's called Unipi, but it's spelled U-N-E-E-P-I.com. Yes, correct. Okay. And then on the iPhone and Android store, it's just Unipi. And is there a social media where people can follow you? Yeah, so um, Instagram is Unipi, Facebook is Unipi, and Twitter is Unipi. Okay, perfect. So all, all across the board, it's U-N-E-E-P-I. If you want to uh, check out Unipi while we're doing the podcast, you can scroll through and see what the heck we're talking about. And, well, and I'm going to butcher it, so I'm going to have you say it. You've got a really cool tagline for Unipi. What is that? Find your missing puzzle piece. Find your missing puzzle piece, which if people don't know, the kind of logo, the brand, the representation of all or autism organizations is that puzzle piece heart or just the yeah. puzzle piece sometimes. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, man, that's genius. Did you come up with that? I came up with like the concept of it and then I hired a designer to help come on and um, put it together. It's great. It, it really is awesome. And what you're doing is amazing but what is your plan down the road is it to keep doing your day job e-commerce all of that hustling and doing unipi or are you gonna leave and do unipi full-time my goal is to get um investment by the end of the year and put and focus 100 on unipi because i feel like unipi has has come a long way since it started but i feel like if i could put 100 time uh, time and effort into it then it can go a lot further now how does one going about go about getting investments for something like this well, actually, funny story. I actually was put in touch to a investor two years ago who actually only invests in in companies that benefit the autism community. What? Yes, because his son has autism and he wants to like his son's like twenty one or is like twenty years old right now. So like he just wants like like other families who may not have like luxury to have like resources like when their son becomes older. So um, there's that, and then there's also there's like most sites too too. There's like networking, going to events, and it's like putting the word out there. That's amazing. I mean, it's crazy how the universe works. And that's one thing I've learned from this podcast. You kind of keep hustling and things will start to click. And the fact that you found an investor and at this point two days ago to work with you, that's incredible. So I'm excited to see, you know, what, what comes of that. And I want everyone to follow your story and see what else is going on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, uh, we just started talking. So um, like, I'm just sending over like all my details to him, but I'm hoping something like works out either from him or somebody else. Like, like we put like a lot of hard work into it actually. When did you come up with the idea? What uh, year was that for UniPi? Beginning of 2016. Okay, the beginning of 2016. And then the site launched November of 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's kind so of like, fast. Yeah, so like 11 months we were just like, we just launched. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, when you first said the idea, hey, I want to do this, who did you tell first? I think it was my wife and then two of my friends who I've been, well, actually one of my friends who I've been like a, um, a good friend with for like a few years, who's an entrepreneur as well. And he goes, it seems, it seems like a hard work, hard process. Like you, you have to make sure that like you read and like you just grind every single day and you put 100% effort into it. That's amazing. But, like, you, yeah, it's, it's like crazy. Like being like an entrepreneur and having a day job, it's like completely different. It's like two different hats. My coworker two, two days ago goes like being like a entrepreneur, or sorry, having your own company and working for another company. It's like being a janitor and the boss at the same time. It's, it's true. It really is. Yeah. Do you, okay, so you're kind of obviously talking about the side hustle world. Do you recommend to people 
totally get a side hustle. Go for it. Add another job to your plate. If you can do it, yes, because, like, you learn so much. Instead of having to, like, take classes or, like, having to, like, learn the hard way, like, you can learn. I learned a lot from my, my day job. Like, I learned so much about marketing and, like, metrics and, like, different, like, resources to, like, help, like, grow the business and make me a stronger marketer that I can put into my own company. Yeah, so you're taking things, obviously, from your day job, putting it into UniPi, and also your day job feeds you most of the time because that's where you're making your money. Yes. If you have the time or... I hate saying if you have the time because none of us really have the time to start a side hustle. You kind of just find it and make it work. So talk a little bit to that because a new dad, obviously, full-time job. How do you find the time to work on this? So I do it like after work. Well, so like my my schedule is like I wake up like 6.45. My my daughter's my alarm. Uh, (laughs) Then I'll hang out with her her and my wife until like 8 o'clock, like 8.15 every day. So like, like an hour and a half. And then I go to work and then I spend like an hour at lunch every day on it at the workspace. And then after work, I come home, hang out with my family. And then like 8, 30, 9 o'clock, my daughter goes to sleep. I'll spend like two or three hours on it. And then um, on the weekends, I'll split time between Unipi and my family. That's amazing. But also at the same time, it's like, that is crazy. That is, you're pulling <laughs> at that point, how, how many hour days? It's wild. Yes. Yeah, it's like um, like 16-hour days, but I'm like used to it and stuff. So. But it's for obviously something you care about and you see yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like we're really helping a lot of people. Have you yeah. heard any success stories from people matching up through Unipi? Um, so, so like I've noticed that the people in the autism community, they're very like private about their personal lives. As we so all should be, really, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like they don't really post like or share stuff, but like I do see that people are messaging each other and that they're like talking to people and they're going on dates and like like the amount of messages that we send every day is like increasing like drastically and people are getting matched and like becoming friends like that's increasing every day too. So we definitely see people that are having like good connections, but like, we don't really know what's happening outside of that. Okay. Like we want to stay out of their lives because like it's a trust factor. Like of course, like between like us and them. Now, you said that UniPi is not only for people who want to date. It's for people who want to be friends. So, obviously, that's amazing. But if yes. you don't have autism and you don't have Asperger's, can you join the app? We kind of say no. Like, it's for people who, like, if maybe you don't have autism or Asperger's, but, like, you might be, like, socially awkward. You might not really get, like, the social cues before. And, like, you might just, like, kind of, you weren't diagnosed with it. But, like, you kind of feel like you get along with the autism community, then, then it's a place for you. But it, we're trying to make sure that the people on the site are, like, like have something in common because like, we want to make sure that everyone on the side is safe because like safety is our number one priority. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Of course. How do you find the coaches who help people? So right now we have Rebecca who manages it. She's like the main coach right now. And then she like will post ads online and then she will like hire them. Well, she would interview them and then I'll be a part of the second interview. And then we give them like a training session and then a test at the end of it. So it's like a, it's like quite a, like a steady process just to make sure these people are, are um, good because like, they're like a whole, like, like we're just making sure that, that, person that um, trusts their time and effort into us and their money into us it's getting what they paid for but the people who are coaches is it like could i be a coach or should do you need to have some sort of background we're trying to make sure that you have that you've worked with people and who have autism before in the past like okay because, like they might feel more comfortable talking to you so not me no okay i can't <laughs> i was like i want to help Sorry, people no find friends. love i want to do it <laughs> i'll get some I training be a coach. so um yeah it's, it's, it's crazy it's really cool it's really really cool Why the name Unipi? What does that mean? Sure. So actually, the word uh, or the prefix uni 
it means to become one, and the word pi means forever. So that t- together, it means to become one forever. You and these cool names and the way you come up with things. Did you come up with that? My wife and I came up with it together, actually, on like a, like a, uh, on a date like we had like a few years ago. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, I really like this. I think I'm going to keep it. But what is that thought process like? And I always wonder, because when I try to come up with names for things, I know there's like people start scribbling a bunch of words out. And, you know, there are businesses that save that official, you know, that original sheet of what they had. But <laughs> was that just you guys bouncing back and forth off of each other? Yeah, like, like we're just like throwing like words around. And like I said a word and she goes... I think that means something. And then, like, we looked it up, and I'm like, oh, wow, it does mean something, but, like, in two different um, languages. And then, like, she kind of, like, changed the phrase, it, like, they changed the phrase of it and, like, changed how it's pronounced. And we, we, we kept it. So it was um it was just, like, like throw around ideas. Like, we had, I had so many different names. The first name I had, it honestly was so crazy right now. Like, if I was to launch with that, I don't think no one would have signed up to the site. All right, what was it? It was Heartstart, H-A-R-T-S-T-A-R-T. And everyone thought it was, like, a, Defibrillator company and um oh, yes. I could you know what's funny is I could totally see that as like the brand of a defibrillator like on the box so you know what I'm glad you didn't go with that <laughs> yeah me too like I'm so happy like we changed it like the name now um means so much more and like we're like it's like it, it kind of caters to like, the community we actually like came up with another word too called um unique um but it's spelled differently it's u-n-e-e-q-u-e okay. so that means like, everyone in an authentic community is like unique in their own way so, like, we come up with, like, different, like, phrases and campaigns around that. So, it's, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm always interested in how people come up with the names of things. To me, that is almost, like, the most mesmerizing thing. I'm, like, how did you do that? Like, Side Hustlers, you obviously know what the name of this podcast is. It's pretty straightforward. But I'm, like, yeah. that is amazing. How did you think of that? I want to think of something cool like that. So, <laughs> thanks for sharing that story. Did you find that when you were telling people, hey, I'm about to create this app or I'm in the middle of creating this app or in- investing my time or money into this, were people ever, like, Thomas, you're crazy. That's stupid. It's never going to work. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my parents were like kind of like that at first too. I feel like sometimes like your parents are either very supportive of you or they're the ones to tell you that you're really crazy and like you're yeah, wasting your time. and we love them for it, but I, I'm with you on that. And then um, my friends were like kind of like, okay, yeah, like good looking stuff, but they didn't really think like anything was going to come from it. Some of them did. Like once they started seeing like a product and like something actually coming out of it, like that's when they just became like more supportive. And then my parents just became supportive of it last year. So it took, a, it took quite a while. I always wonder this. You have your day job. Do people at your office know that you have this side hustle? Um, some do. I try to make sure that like my bosses don't know, but like only like a few, only like five or six people know about it. I always wonder that because obviously, you know, you're following your passion. You're clearly doing something amazing. But I wonder if people tell their companies because sometimes companies get so. Uh, threatened over the fact, like, oh, you're working on something else, and blah blah blah, yeah. whatever. So yeah, like also too, like I'm like scared too because like let's just say like they might like like they might try to do like like a background research on you, and they might see that like maybe like you were on their site or something during a time, and then they can sue you for like intellectual property. So I make sure that like everything I do for my own company is on my is on my own personal time. Because, like, I don't want anything to happen like that at all. Smart, yeah. So right yeah. now you're coming to me from a workspace. So you're out of your regular office, out of your day job, and you're at this workspace. Do you normally use this when working on UniPi? For like the, um, Monday and Friday, I use this, and then on the weekends, I use my, um, my um, home. I don't think anyone I've talked to has done worked with a workspace for their side hustle they either work from home or wherever it may be but i don't think that they rent a workspace is it valuable for you or do you do you recommend it i love it because like the amount of connections i made here like i met like um advisors i met investors i met like like a, like a whole like startup community here and they, they all like motivate you because like 
and at the end of the day, you're all doing the same thing. Like you're not competing against each other. You all like believe in each other, and it's just like having that, that like support and that group, and like they get what you're going through too. Like most of my friends, like I can't complain to them about like what I'm going through. These people get it and they understand yeah, it. It's true, and it is a great environment to be in because, like you're saying, it's people who are passionate all in one place, and you never know who you're going to meet there. You may meet met next Bill Gates at your workspace, and then yeah. you've got them for life, which is amazing because you were yeah. in the hustle together from the beginning. So, yeah, I didn't really ever think about it like that. That's pretty cool. So. Thanks for that. Let's talk about how you found me because a lot of the people on this podcast have been connected to me through other side hustlers, but you randomly emailed me at the near the end of 2018 that you were found my Instagram and were interested in being in the podcast. How the heck did you find me? You showed up on my Instagram with like, as like uh, people you may know. So like I started following you um, because like a, a bunch of my friends from college like were like following you and actually I think happened like one of them happens to be like your cousin I think Paige. Yeah, so Paige is my cousin, which is so bizarre. I need to text her because so right before we started recording, Thomas was like, oh, "How do you know this girl named Paige?" And I said, "Uh, that's my cousin." What? So she doesn't even know that we're having this conversation. <laughs> so did you know her in college, or are you just obviously through friend of friend kind of thing? Um, we had we had like a lot of mutual friends. Um, she was like a grade or two behind me, and like we hung out like at parties um a few times. But yeah, it was just like a like a really small world. And then like some of my, some of my friends from college like follow you on Instagram, and like my cousins, my my wife's cousins wife followed you on Instagram too. I'm just, <laughs> so like, random. Like, Who is this girl? You're probably like, why is everyone following this chick? <laughs> yeah, like every time like I'm having like a shitty day at work, like your content just makes me like crack up and stuff. Well, so thank you, thank you for I, that. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. That that honestly means a lot to me. But you went to Sacred Heart University then, right? Yeah. yeah so Connecticut, yes. what year did you graduate? Uh, 2011. So do you still have like contacts from college that you reach out to for the app or professors or do you still, you know, touch into your college network? I'll talk to them every now and then. They know about the um, company and they're always like believing in me and stuff. But like, I feel like I, I need to go to them more often yeah. and, like, see if like any like organization, something up there that can help me out. But actually somebody I met at the workspace just became a professor at my college. That's and wild. he wants me to do like a uh, guest lecture in April. So I'm like, that, that can be like my way in. It's great. And college kids are so eager to get involved and start working on things for yes. a very cheap rate of free most of the time. So I highly recommend doing that. I, I think a lot of us don't tap into that as much as we should because we kind of forget that in college, we all wanted to do anything we could. I was like, I'll try. I don't care. I'll work hands on. I don't need to be paid. And I'm not saying yeah. you don't pay people, but you've got these people who learning and experience is more valuable to them than being paid. So I feel like if you're a side hustler, you should be tapping into these colleges more than a lot of us are. I definitely agree with that. Like, thanks for that advice. Like, I, I think I'm definitely going to use that to my um, advantage. Well, I'm glad you came on this podcast for my advice. No, I'm kidding. Absolutely <laughs> not, because I am not the person to give you advice. What was one of the harder parts of this process, creating an app and a database and getting it launched? I think the hardest part was actually my niche market, because like, I don't have autism. I'm um, neurotypical. So like, just getting involved in the, and like getting a part of the autism community, and this like having them trust me because like I um like I don't have autism, so like they only trust people with autism. So they're trying to become like friends with them and like build like a relationship and partnership with them and prove that like I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it because I see a like I, I can see this helping you guys out and, and helping you find love and like you and, like helping you find like your missing puzzle piece. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't think about that. They they're probably like, why should I trust you, dude? Like what? Yeah, it's 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 
definitely a concern but that's amazing that you know you're doing different things to get involved in the community and if anyone wants to help out or knows anyone who works for different autism organizations what is the best way for them to get in touch with you um, you can find me on um, Instagram, uh, T-S-H-E-I-L-614, uh, or you can um, go to unipi.com and send me an email, and like, all the emails or chats go to my phone. Okay. So, and say your Instagram again one more time, a little slower, because I even missed it. T, T as in Thomas, S as in school, H as in Harry, E as in Edward, I as in Ireland, L as in Larry, 614. Okay. So, because your name is Thomas Shield, right? Is that how I say yes. it? Yes. Okay. So, it's T, Shield, and what were the numbers? See, I'm so bad. 614. Is that your birthday, June 14th? Yeah, June 14th. Okay, yeah. now we all got it. It's, it's T-Shield, <laughs> June 14th. Done. I remember it now. I, June 14th, Flag Day. Look, see, I know yep. some things. <laughs> so random. I'm so excited. Um, someone hired me for a random facts something. Um, what is an app that you use to help you with your app? I'll say there's a few. Um, I think one of them is Hootsuite. Um, Hootsuite. I can never pronounce it. Hootsuite, yeah. Right. No, it's awesome. That really helps out a lot. And then um, Bitrix and Slack. Those okay. are probably like Bitrix. What's that one? It's a um, it's like a CRM. So like it, and like a like a task manager all in one. Oh. So like you can have like all like your company files in there, um, and like you can share them with people. You can assign people tasks and jobs. So like if you want, so like we have blogs and podcasts on our site. So like if I want to assign someone a blogger to like to write about, I can do it through there. I can also like upload like personal files and then like keep track of everything because it's, like it's it's hard managing a day to day job and. Yeah, so like having everything organized. And, what, and then, how do you spell that one? Um, B-I-T-R-I-X. Bitrix, and then, okay. And then it's uh, 24 at the end of it, like um, number 24. Now, obviously Slack is very similar. Why? You said you use both of them? Uh, I, I feel like the, the UI of Slack is much better and it's much easier to use and it's like more user-friendly. And I just like Bitrix just for like the task management side of it. Okay, cool. And, yeah, so it's nice. If there is anything you want people to know about what's next for UniPi or, you know, what they can do to support if obviously they can't use the app, what can they do to help you and get UniPi even more forward in this whole process of, you know, getting the word out there? I think it's like telling their friends, um, sharing, this on, sharing this on social media. Like um, if you know anybody that any like autism organizations, please like reach out to me. Like we're always trying to grow our organizations and partnerships. We actually just partnered with a company called Culture City down in um, in Arkansas or Alabama. I will always get it confused my own time. <laughs> and like they have like some really cool celebrities work for them. One of them is Jay Wow from Jersey Shore, cool. Tiki Barber from the New York Giants, and um, Mick Foley, the the uh, wrestler. Yes, that's amazing. So, like, yeah, it's like they've like, been like, really helpful and really supportive. So like I'm just trying to find like. Uh, partnerships that, that, that help each other out because like most autism organizations like this is like another reason why I started UniPi sorry my lights went out no, um, <laughs> uh, it's because of um, like most or- like most organizations they stop after 18 like supporting people yes and like I wanted something so like after you turn 18 I want you to find like a resource that, so like you can like meet new people and stuff Cool. And the documentary you said you watched was called Autism and Love. That's kind of what inspired. Yeah. So you yeah. recommend people checking that out to really understand, I'm assuming, what the app yeah. is about and why. So yeah. definitely check out that app and please help Thomas and Unipine any way you can. You can go to uneepi.com and follow everywhere on social media. It's the same thing. And it's called Unipi. Tell someone about it today. It's the second you listen to the podcast just to get the word out there. Thomas, Thank you. You have a family to get to. It's a Friday night. Appreciate you.
Thank you so much. I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you so much for listening to Side Hustlers. Please rate and review the podcast. It helps so much. And following and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts, of course, helps. And follow Thomas. Support UniPi. Do everything you can. And I'll see you next week. Just in case you need one more round. The Last Call Podcast with Carla Marie and Anthony. One last little taste to hold you over till tomorrow. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.